Hi, my name is Nikki. My name is Charlie. And you're listening to Bed Crime Crime Stories, Stories, a weekly true crime podcast where we pour ourselves a drink and take turns telling each other the stories that keep us up at night. One breath. (laughs) I was like... (laughs) (laughs) So, Charlie. Yeah. How are you today? I'm doing all right. I'm hanging in. Yes. Did everybody get their vaccines? I got dos numero uno. Hopefully all of our listens, listeners are getting their vaccines. Yeah. Do your if you part. Can. If Ooh. you can. I know. my. I always make weird noises. If you can, do your part. Let's get back to normal or at least some semblance of normal. I will Whatever say, that might mean. I will say getting my first shot, I was like, I'm ready. I'm mm-hmm. ready. I felt like I felt very like positive yes it felt i like, i felt very positive too like pulling out of the like drive through area because i did the drive through one uh, a drive through one and pulling out of there and like getting back on the road like i was i felt like i could very easily like breathe a sigh of relief not yeah. saying that like okay now no more masks no like obviously still adhering yeah. to guidelines or whatnot but like feeling very like oh, this is the first step on the road to some semblance of normalcy yeah. like i said whatever the hell that means i think that that i think we can you know what kind of worries me though hope and pray is that like i've always kind of thought if like the zombie apocalypse happens because i listen i listen to what the cdc tells me but i know there's some people out there that don't listen to what the cdc says so it kind of worries me because i'm like bro if a zombie apocalypse happens we'd all be dead undead Sorry. we'll actually all be undead undead, yes, undead. undead. mm-hmm don't open dead inside. Yeah. Inside my heart. <laughs> but yeah. So that's what, like, that's literally what I think of every time I do anything in regards yeah. to COVID is, like, it goes to that, like, transition in my brain. I don't know if that's normal. But that's what I think. It's by association. I think it makes sense. Because I'm like, all I ever think about with the CDC is it's probably because I watch a lot of zombie movies. But yeah. So anyways. Mm-hmm. On that note, true crime headlines. Let's get into our true crime headlines. <sighs> okay. Better <laughs> you than me. I don't know. Just I can't do it. I'm sorry. Anyway. Okay. So, my first true crime headline is from people.com. It was published on April 7th, 2021. And the headline reads <laughs> The headline reads <laughs> Florida boy 14 is found slain in woods days after going missing and two st- suspects are accused. So Cody Walker is believed to have killed, have been killed on March 15th. Authorities in Florida are investigating the killing of a 14 year old boy who was found dead in the woods more than a week after going missing. Cody Walker of Pace was reported missing by his family on March 19th after he was last seen alive four days earlier. On March 28th, his body was found in a wooded area in Munson. So there have been two people arrested, Isaiah Jordan McCullers, 18, and Isaac Cameron Daniels, 19. Um, they're charged with first-degree melony, felony murder during the commission of a robbery in connection with with Cody's death. So wait, so how old was Cody? 14. 14. So an 18-year-old and a 19-year-old were robbing him. Robbed him and killed him. Mm-hmm. Yep, poor kid. Look at him. Cutie pie. Oh, Aww. my God. I know. I know. So sad. I hate people. I hate people too. <clears throat> I hate people too. And I think that's kind of like the theme of this entire podcast. <laughs> yeah. I hate people. Okay. <clears throat> they're they're not great. Uh-huh. They're, yourself, they're not great. Get yourself a dog. <laughs> the tagline, bed crime stories, people, they're not great. 
Oh, we should like make merch with that on it. Oh, you're welcome. People, they're not great. Don't steal that. Don't steal that. Copyright. Copyright. Trademarked. Trademark it. Vocal vocal claiming it. People, they're not great. Okay. My next true crime headline, also from people, who is great, people.com. I love people. That people is Those people are great. That people gives me content. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Now, this one, I'm going to apologize in advance because I'm having a hard time pronouncing the victim's name. So I'm going to pre-apologize because I don't think I'm going to be able to do it okay. So... A New Jersey man murdered ex-wife before turning the gun on himself during hours-long standoff with police. Authorities in New Jersey say a 43-year-old man killed his ex-wife Friday night before initiating an hours-long standoff with cops that ended when he turned the gun on himself. James Cox, according to the Bergen County Prosecutor's Office, fatally shot his 34-year-old ex-wife, Masiel Diolio. It's M-A-S-S-I-E-L, Masiel and it's D-E-O-L-E-O. Dio Leo. I think that's close enough. And I do apologize to her family, A, because this happened, and B, if I totally am butchering your name, I apologize. Um, and this happened sometime Friday evening. So police were dispatched to Cox's residence on Carlstadt, or in Carlstadt on Saturday after her relatives were unable to reach her. Really sad. So when they got there, they were looking to speak to him. He presented a semi-automatic weapon pointed at his head and said he was going to shoot off. He was not going to shoot officers, but was going to take his own life. So they started to uh, crisis, uh, do crisis negotiations, yada, yada, yada. But however, at 8 p.m., uh, members of the SWAT team entered the residence and found him deceased from a single gunshot wound. Yeah, really sad. So he was 43 and she was only 34. So, mm hmm. Very sad. Very sad. Sad stuff. <clears throat> so, yeah. <sighs> so, those are your true crime headlines for this week. Mm. And uh, now I'm going to pass it over to Nikki. And she is going to regale us all with the tale of her bed crime story from this week. Okay. So, a couple weeks ago, remember when I was talking about how certain things just give me anxiety because mm-hmm. I've heard stories about them? Mm-hmm. So, anyone knows me knows that I have really bad anxiety about driving. Mm-hmm. everything from driving on like during the rain because I've, I have flooded my car and blown my engine in my car. I am terrified of driving next to semis. I'm just, I'm terrified of driving in general, mm-hmm. but this is like, I chose to do something that terrifies the shit out of me. And I have a really hard time driving under un, like underpasses, mm-hmm. which the County that I live in has a lot of like, you know, those like overpasses Correct. where you have to drive under. Mm-hmm. And that gives me anxiety to the point that, like, I scan and and I speed up. Yeah. And I, like, go through it. And this is why. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to tell a couple different stories in regards to... It's mainly just children throwing things off of the overpasses. Which they shouldn't be on to begin with. Right. And I think think the whole thing, I think this is a, a, a... I think the... I think it's a lesson in not really understanding the repercussions of your actions. Like, and that the things that you do can have dire circumstances that affect other people. All I could think was, like, did these kids not ever take a science class? Because they tell you, like, what is it? Force, like, versus, like, the momentum versus, right. like, 
like the weight is and like gravity and and rocks like how that works i don't know science i'm just naming things that I are mean, involved in the situation bill nye yeah the science guy bill 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 bill, bill. bill. <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. um uh, but yeah no and i like i said so i think especially since you say it's mostly kids mostly teenagers yeah. i think a lot of it just has to do with like that part in their brain that is not developed yet to know that their actions have consequences it's just it's the difference between people being tried as a juvenile and being tried as an adult because you just don't understand the gravity Maybe a poor, maybe a poor choice of words of what you're doing and how how it can actually truly yeah. affect the lives of other people. Yeah. So to our young listeners who are listening, don't do this. Don't do this. Yeah. Please. So okay. So Julie Catherine uh, Liable grew up in Marshall County, Illinois, and earned her PhD at the University of Texas in 1995. Julie was an assistant professor of education at the University of Alabama from 1995 until her death. Her work centered around finding ways to help minority youth, especially Mexican-Americans, to acquire the education and skills that lead to productive lives. So she was, like, an amazing person. Mm -hmm. So on March 28, 1999, Julie was killed by a 22-pound rock thrown at her car from an overpass while she was driving along Interstate 75 in Bradenton, Florida. The rock came from the Erie Road Bridge overpass by a group of four teenagers. The rock had smashed through the windshield, hitting the professor and inflicting a fatal injury. So not only is she the driver of the car, mm-hmm. but she also has a passenger. Mm. So, like, you're also risking. Well, and it's not even just the person whose car you're hitting. Yeah. So you hit her car. Let's say she didn't have a passenger. Yeah. And she. She could literally hit her car how many other cars yes. flipped over to the other side of the road, opposite side of yes. traffic. Yes. Yeah. So Tara Wells, uh, 30 at the time, a graduate student um, who was a passenger in the car, managed to steer it to safely on the side of the road. Thank God. Yeah. So the teenagers also threw rocks at vehicles from the Ellerton Gilbert Road overpass at Interstate 275 later that night. Several other cars were damaged by rocks thrown from the Erie Road Bridge overpass during that weekend. Mm. So three of the four teenagers throwing the rocks off of the Erie Road Bridge overpass that night were arrested and charged. The fourth was granted immunity by the court in exchange for his testimony. Um, so one of the guys, uh, his name is Juan of Waimama. You would only know that if you lived in Florida. Because <laughs> you would look at this and be like, what? So uh, Waimama, Florida. Which um, Now that I say that, I'm probably like, am I saying it wrong? Mm-hmm. <laughs> The alleged uh, ringleader of the crime was convicted on secondary murder for hurling the rock that killed Julie. So think about that. Mm -hmm. You throw this rock over children. Yeah. Well, like I said, like the whole thing is the fact that they were talking about (laughs) it obviously was happening throughout the entire weekend. So it's it's a it's a game. Well, yeah, it's a game. Right. So it's. We have nothing else better to do. Let's go throw rocks over an overpass. He was sentenced to life imprisonment for second degree murder Good. at the age of 19. Okay. For making a poor decision. And like, okay, I'm not trying to be like a total asshole here. How is it fun? It's not fun. How is it fun? First of all, you just had to lift a 22 pound rock. That's yeah, not fun. That's, that's heavy. That's number one, not fun. Number two, who... Who's who's saying this is how is it fun? I just don't understand well, the joy yeah. and and fun of throwing a rock 
off a bridge. Yeah. Whether it's on water, whether it's on a road, who's having fun doing this? Obviously, enough people that were telling stories about it. But, like, I just don't understand why it's like, you know what we should do this weekend? We should throw rocks over and over Well, after this story, there's another story where, like, the kids are like, it's a game. That's not a but fun game. It's not a fun game. Um, say So Jesus of 19, uh, 19 of Ellington, Florida, was charged with driving the truck in which Juan and another boy, a juvenile at the time, rode in the night of the murder. During the 16 months following his arrest, um, Jesus was permitted to move around freely wearing an ankle bracelet that recorded whether he was at home or he had left his house, but not his precise whereabouts. Which this makes me think of like Ant Man and Wasp <laughs> when his leg goes through the fence. Yeah. <laughs> like that's what it makes me think of. Sorry, I'm like Marvel. So uh, on August 30th, so the uh, 2000, so it's about a year after, the night before he was scheduled to plead guilty to a second degree murder, he fled. He was arrested in Brownsville, Texas in two th- uh, August 2001. So like literally a year later. So he was extradited back to Manatee County. He pled no contest to this uh, charge of second-degree murder and uh, driving the car the night of the attack, and he was sentenced to 21 years in prison. So I'm going to be a jerk one more time. Yeah. Let's go Only for it. one of those kids was actually a minor. Because, yeah. I mean, truthfully, you're 19 years old. Mm-hmm. Get a hobby, man. Yeah. Or a job. Well, ju- read a fucking yeah. book. I, like... Come on, man. Like, really? This is really, this is what you're yeah. doing on a Friday night? Kids 19 years old. Stupid. Get a hobby. Things. That isn't going to murder people. Yes. So the 16-year-old of Palmetto, Florida, was tried as a juvenile. After spending 58 days in a juvenile detention facility, he was convicted of um, negligence and sentenced to 180 days of house arrest. So the Florida uh, Department of Transportation responded to the killing by installing chain link fences on highway overpasses in Manatee County, including the Erie Road overpass where Julie was killed. Statewide policy is to install such fences only on highly trafficked uh, trafficked, uh, overpasses in your schools. So I was just like, that's interesting. But I feel like every overpass should have one. Well, I... (sighs) I mean, the fact that we have to put overpasses... Uh, but that's like, what I'm just saying. Like, fences up the to, fact that like, you have to because people are too stupid to know not to throw rocks over an overpass, that's yeah. the problem. Mm-hmm. The problem isn't the fact that there isn't enough fences. The problem is that fences need to be there at all. Because yes. people don't understand to not throw shit over a fucking overpass. Oh, yeah. Like, I have... I believe, And look, I understand that, like, these people are people's family. <laughs> and, like, well, that's my kid. You know, he, he made a stupid choice. I'm sorry. No, I, I don't. No, sorry, oh, yeah. you're exactly where you belong. Yeah, get a hobby. Yeah, I, I mean, don't feel and bad honestly, for you. I think that this is where people don't discipline their kids, that their kids can kind of run loose. Like my boyfriend makes fun of me because I'm so like I don't ever get in trouble and I follow by rules, but I'm like my dad is See, like military and I would like so I can get thrown excuse that. Wall. I can excuse that only to a certain point. These men were 19 years old. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They don't need to have their parents telling them what to do. They're adults. So, no, I I don't blame the parents. Like I said, I understand that they have families, and it's the families that I feel bad for. Yeah. Because they now have to deal with the fact that their kid is in jail. Oh, yeah. I don't feel bad for your kid, 
Because yeah. your kid deserves to be where he is because he made a stupid choice. Oh, yeah. But your kid was not a kid. He was an adult man mm-hmm. who chose to do something that got somebody killed. Yeah. And honestly, I know you said, like, obviously she was a wonderful woman. Yeah, she was a wonderful woman. Yeah. She didn't have to be a wonderful woman. You still killed somebody. Oh, yeah. Like... I'm sorry. I'm ranting. No, I apologize. No, it's okay. I was like... I'm just going to eat my Starburst jelly beans. I feel I feel it. Like, remember, this is something that gives me anxiety. Mm-hmm. It just makes like, me angry, apparently. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Didn't realize I was going to get so riled up about it's, it. It's, I mean, it's fine. You can <laughs> go bad. with it. Uh, so basically, um, an in- endowed lecture series, the Julie C. Uh, Libel Mem- Memorial uh, Lecture Series on Anti-Racist Scholarship, Education, and Social activi- uh, Activism was created at the University of Alabama in uh, Professor Julie's memory. So. So that was my first story. Mm. But remember, we have three more. Yay! Yay. So on October 18th, 2017, these are recent. They just get more recent as the time goes by also. So 32-year-old Kenneth White was seated in a passenger seat of a van when a six-pound rock crashed through his windshield. Mm. The rock was thrown by a group of five teenage boys. Um, after hitting the car, the teens fled the scene and ate at a local fast food restaurant. Then, yeah, which I don't understand how kids do. Like, I don't know how anybody could do that. It just, no. So the next day, one of the teens was questioned at school, but then released. On Friday, October 20th, upon hearing about the victim's death, the five teens exchanged text messages, including one that uh, said, we could go to prison for life for this. Everyone lay low and no one read us out. And no one saw us if everyone shuts up, we won't get caught. The next day, October 21st, the police identified the vehicle in which the teens fled. After identifying the owner, the police also saw saw evidence of who was inside it that night. So after reviewing camera uh, camera footage from the fast food restaurant where the teens ate, the police identified the five teens. So it didn't say how old they were well obviously they were still school age so yeah high school i'm I'm assuming high school if they had a car well so the following day sunday october 22nd the police uh, contacted the families of the five teens involved informing them that warrants were out for their arrest since they were juveniles the teens uh the teens weren't arrested but were instead told they they would have to surrender to the police by 10 p.m that day all of the teens uh surrendered to the police by 8 p.m that day so the teenagers were charged with second-degree murder. Four of the five teenagers who were part of the group throwing rocks at cards driving on Interstate 75 that night accepted plea deals to the reduced charge of manslaughter. So basically said in uh, 2019, the judge rejected a request that they be sentenced as juveniles and ordered that the four be sentenced as adults. Mm-hmm. The individual uh, who threw the rock that killed Ken- uh, Kenneth um, pled guilty to second-degree murder. He received a sentence... He received a sentence of three years to 20 years in prison with credit for 740 days already spent. Isn't it interesting? The difference between the two sentences from the first story to the second story? Yes, I think that that is very interesting, too. But um, I do appreciate the fact that the judge had them tried as adults Mm -hmm. because they obviously knew that what they did was wrong based on the text messages that were sent. I think if they didn't send the text messages, they probably could have made a case for they didn't understand the gravity of what they were doing. But because they were very well aware of the repercussions of their actions, Mm -hmm. then obviously they had that adult part of their brain of, oops, we fucked up. 
Yeah. But yeah, I find the disparity uh, the disparity between the two sentences quite interesting. Interesting. Yes. Yeah. And like I don't understand like how something so childish as how they would think that something so childish and I'm using air quotes here air quotes, as, yes. as throwing rocks off an overpass into oncoming traffic. I don't remember where I was going with this. Oh, how do they not realize that they could actually hurt some like severely hurt somebody kill somebody and then they ruin the rest of their lives yeah like these kids in this last story here yeah they have three to 21 years in in jail or whatever but like when they get out it like if they get out and don't get shanked while in the big house um (laughs) 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 sorry i was i was trying to make a light joke please nobody take offense they're not gonna have a good time with life. No. They're not no. going to be able Correct. to find a job. Correct. Because that's, that's a huge... It's a felony. That's, that's, that's huge. Yes. Like, oh, yeah. something so... S- silly. Silly. A storing rock of a bridge has just ruined your life. Yes. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with people? Yeah. Correct. This is the very first, like, uh, story that I had heard that had, like, triggered that anxiety for me. Because when I had first heard the story, it was in regards to this man... And I remember seeing, like, because they basically did a diagram of, like, what the rock would look like falling yeah. into the car. And I well, was I think like, the whole thing, too, is, so in the first story, it was a 22-pound rock. So in yeah. your brain, you can kind of reconcile how much damage that would do, oh, yeah. especially going from coming from such a height. But when it's a six-pound rock, you don't really... You can't picture in your head how that would cause that much damage. But I mean, I think about if someone punched me in the face with a one pound rock, that would do some fucking damage. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, I I just, I think when, like I said, but when you look at it just on paper and you just look at the numbers comparing the two, 22 pound rock, I can reconcile that in my head of like, oh, I get why this caused as much damage as it did. The six pound rock. And uh, I'm not sticking up for these kids, obviously, by yeah, any no. stretch of the imagination. But I'm saying from, like, my perspective, you can't kind of wrap your head around the kind of damage that that could cause. Oh, the yeah. fact that it caused a person to die is surprising to me in my very <laughs> limited understanding of physics. Um, but I just, it's, it's, yeah, 22-pound rock, I get. Six-pound rock is shocking. Oh, yeah. So the teenagers confessed to having thrown multiple rocks at cars driving uh, south on I-75, from their position on the Dodge Road overpass in Vienna Township. They also confessed to playing a game called Overpassers, where hitting a car, which was called a dinger, earned points. They com- uh, competed in this for money. The five teenagers had gathered large rocks, one weighing 20 pounds from a dead-end street, and loading them into a flatbed of a pickup truck. Before driving to the overpass, where they were dropped onto cars as they passed below. Other cars were also damaged by rocks that night. So Kenneth White uh, White was survived by his fiance, and he had four children at the time, the youngest being five. So my next story happened December 19th, 2019. So uh, Marquise Bird, 22, a resident of Warren, Michigan, was killed on Interstate 75 near Toledo, Ohio, when, four, yeah, Go ahead, when four teenagers dropped a sandbag from a bridge onto the car in which he was a passenger. The boys were crossing the highway on a bridge when they noticed rocks laying on the bridge and decided to throw them at passing cars and also threw two sandbags. Sandbags. I just can't. Running away when the second sandbag made a loud sound as it hit the vehicle. After Bird's death, one of the teenagers, a 13-year-old, so these are like literally like... Children. 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 Confessed to throwing the sandbag that killed Bird. 
Press reports compared Byrd's death to the death of Kenneth White two months earlier on the same interstate highway. So it said the judge in the case um, initially sentenced the four teenagers to serve time at the Department of Youth Services. She sentenced three of the teenagers, 14 at the time of the killing, to serve terms of four years and for the 13-year-old throwing the sandbag to serve until he turned 21. However, she suspended those sentences in a favor of brief terms in the um, Lucas County Youth Treatment Center in the hope that clemency would prepare them to go on to lead productive lives. Because, I mean, these were literally 14 children. and 13 children. Years. Yeah. Which I was like, where are your parents? Why are you playing near a fucking yeah. highway? And what time of day was this? It was at night, it right? And no, this one didn't say what time it was. Because that's the whole thing is like... Yeah, there was no time on this one. But it just said, as a result of the crime, fencing was installed along the overpass from which the sandbag was thrown to prevent future, like, attacks. Furthermore, Ohio began to require fencing on highway overpasses to prevent deaths and injuries caused by use throwing rocks at vehicles. So the most recent one that I could find, and it's very short, and there's not, they haven't found, like, I couldn't find if they found the person who did it. Mm. But it happened on April 10th, 2020. So literally almost a year ago. Mm -hmm. Um, A 63-year-old woman was killed late Friday night when a a brick tossed from a freeway overpass came crashing through the front window of a car she was riding in on Highway 20, uh, sorry, Highway 242 near Highway 4 in Concord. It said the woman's 20-year-old grandson pulled over immediately and called 911. The woman's granddaughters, age 11 and 13, were in the backseat. You just made this woman's entire... Grandchildren grand, like traumatized. Her, I don't know if it's all her grandchildren, but a good portion of her grandchildren... Traumatized for traumatized life. Traumatized for yeah. life because they watched their grandmother die. Yeah. This is this is the shit that gives me anxiety. My whole thing is, like, it... it it definitely makes you like think twice when you're going under an, under an overpass of like, yeah, I should probably just kind of like keep, keep an eye out. But all it does is make me angry. All it yeah. does is make me angry. And all it does is prove further more <laughs> why I don't want kids. Oh, yeah. Because like, I just believe me, I, I would love to think that if I had children, I. It's very easy for a person who doesn't have kids to say, where were your parents? So I would like to think that I would feel as though I had control over my kids. But kids are kids. And they're with their friends. And when they're with their friends and you think that the friend's parents have them, maybe they get, you know, they go out and they're walking around the neighborhood and blah, blah, blah. And they do stupid stuff and they make stupid choices. I would never want to feel what the parents of these kids are feeling of like, holy shit, I can't believe my kids are doing this. Like, oh my God, I can't believe this happened. I... I just couldn't. I couldn't deal with it. I couldn't deal with it. So the lesson for today is don't throw things over overpasses. No. Don't throw things out of your car in no. general. No. Um, please don't text and drive. Yes. And please don't be distracted when driving. Correct. Like, pay attention. Pay attention. Because, like, today I was almost sideswiped by someone not paying attention then I was almost rear-ended by another person not paying attention. Yeah. And then as I drove across the bridge, I got to watch a semi hanging over into my side of the road because the cars in front of him weren't paying attention. Right. Well, so. and that's the whole thing is I think that's the, the, the scariest part for people who 
who drive often yeah. and who have commutes. Yeah. Is like, I used to think about this all the time when I would be driving into work because I take the interstate and stuff. And like, just thinking about my drive and being in traffic and being like, is today going to be the day? You don't know. Because you don't know. Yeah. You don't know. You don't know if today's going to be the day that some other person is going to not be paying attention on their phone, drift into your lane, and yeah. something could happen. And, fall you know, asleep. fall asleep. Sh- shit happens. It, yeah. it happens. And it's scary. It it's is. scary. But these are, those are, but those are called accidents for a reason, right? Yes. Those things happen because accidents happen. Yeah. Th- the situations we're talking about tonight specifically. Yes. Are. Purpose. Blatant. <laughs> and just really, really stupid, dumb choices. Oh, yeah. And like I said, I, you know, it's very easy for me. Actually, it's very easy for all three of us in this room who none of us have children Uh -uh. to say, well, where were these kids' parents? It's very easy for us to say that. So I don't want to, like, shame anybody out there who is a parent and has children. I understand it's difficult. You don't always know where your kids are. I get that. And they're under the supervision of other adults at other times in the day, and you can't be with them 24 hours a day. I do understand that. I get that. I just really hope that you're having very serious conversations with your kids and talking to them about the Happy fact that they're the fact that their actions have consequences. Mm-hmm. The that the thing that the simplest choices that they make can cause the ripple effect to affect other people's lives in great and horrible ways. Oh yeah. And I think that that's I think that's the takeaway is talking about the fact that every single thing that you do has the potential to affect other people in awful in great ways but in awful ways as well yeah <sighs> but that's 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 part one of things that <laughs> give, that give me, nikki anxiety <laughs> i'm literally just gonna start the series of these are things that give me anxiety and this is why just do me a favor don't ever talk about plane crashes because that's what gives me anxiety and Ugh, we don't need no. to talk about that i i can't even get on a plane neither can i it's it's uh it's a lot of my therapist once once asked me she goes is that something that you want to work through do you want to work through your fear of flying and I was like yeah you know I'd love to work through that because you know my boyfriend and I we want to travel we want to go here we want to go there and da, da, da. she goes okay she goes we'll probably do a little bit of immersion therapy so like first you would go to the airport and just like smell the smells oh, I mean, and I'd then love you'll do this and you'll watch the planes land and you'll watch the planes take off blah blah she goes and then we'll get you on a short flight and I'm like okay no I don't want to get over that fear <laughs> like I am not ready to get over that fear yet we'll work on that in a couple of years when i get rid of the rest of the shit that's going on in my brain thank you very much yeah like i like going to the airport i don't want to be on a plane i'm scared of heights me too me too so i have to have the window seat so i can have the thing down i have to have the window seat because i need to be able to feel like i'm not enclosed so the window seat gives me the feeling of not being enclosed my problem with flying is I hate the loss of control because I am a person who always needs to be in control of my own destiny. That's why I always choose to drive. If I'm going anywhere with anybody, I always drive because I know that if we're going someplace, I'm not going to drink for the sole purpose that I want to be fully in control of my surroundings. I want to be in control of my destiny. I want to be driving. See, I get motion sickness, so that's why. And I I also get get motion sickness, I'm not going to lie. So I... So being in an airplane and losing that sense of control completely fucks with me and I can't do it. I can't do it. And I also feel when I'm sitting in the plane, I feel like I can feel the air moving under my feet Mm -hmm. and it fucking freaks me the fuck out. And I just can't. I hate it. I hate it. 
I won't fly unless I have to be in the same seat every time. Is that like a um, superstition thing? No, it's just I my brain works. I have to sit in, in row 23, seat F. It's Interesting. A, it's a, um, I like the back of the plane. Okay. Because you board first, but you get off last. You also have a greater chance of surviving a plane crash. Right. And it has to be a window seat because I too, I don't like being on the aisle feeling like I constantly have to Correct. Do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you get a little bit of extra room when yes. you're in the You said you, you're window. more likely to survive a crash in the back of the plane. In the back of the plane, yeah. Go, oh, okay. Well, not even that. If you like skip off the runway, it's going to be the back that's elevated. So you're not going to, It's and that's not where any of the... F- gas is so it's less huh. likely to see explode. we were supposed to go to disneyland for my 30th birthday and honestly no i want to do like the historic things like i want to go into like walt's like apartment and like do that whole tour like i don't want to like go to ride a lot of the rides i want to do like the historic the disney part of it yeah yes. like i want to like walk where walt disney walked like that's mm-hmm. i want to ride like his horse that he would ride on the carousel like mm-hmm. that's the stuff that i want to do but, like, my boyfriend was making fun of me because it's like, he's like, you just didn't want to fly. And I was like, that that honestly is what held me back. Because mm-hmm. I just can't. That would be a flight somebody who's terrified of flying. Oh, we should take, take the first time it's they fly, yeah. six hours. No, I know. So, I do the stupidest superstition stuff when I get on an airplane. And it's two things that I learned from... Okay, one is from the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> One thing I learned from the Backstreet Boys and the other I learned from Final Destination. So the first one, I always have to board the plane with my right foot first because that's what Nick Carter does in the Backstreet Boys Around the World Black and Blue Tour DVD. (laughs) He always boards the plane with his right foot first. And I don't know what always stuck in my head. So now, like, if I do get on a plane, I have to put my right foot on first. It's ridiculous. What did Final Destination... I sit in my chair and I undo the tray table to make sure the knob is attached. Because that's what, in Final Destination, the very first one, um, Devin Sawa's character sits down and he his, the knob breaks off of the tray table, the thing in front of him. And then, because, of course, and then the plane crashes, and right? And that's he dreams. The... So that's when we, when he's awake and, he, and it falls off again. He's like, oh, my God, it's actually happening. And that's when he freaks out and gets off the plane and the plane blows up. So I have to board the plane with my right foot because of Nick Carter. And I have to check the... Uh, tray table because of Devin Sawa. See, Final Destination <laughs> has like fucking ruined me. That's the point. That is yeah, like planes. Riding I can't behind do, lumber trucks. Yeah, lumber trucks. I can't do. Mm-hmm. I can't. I actually can't drive behind anything that has any kind of poles or anything. It freaks me out. Yeah. Uh, roller coasters. I can't do. Well, and right. also, you know what else really fucked me up was butterfly effect. I never saw butterfly effect. Oh my god. I'm not an Ashton Kutcher <gasps> fan. What? How are you not an Ashton Kutcher fan? I used to call him Ass Cushion. I don't like Ashton. I don't know why. I don't know why I don't like Ashton Kutcher. I like him more he's now as an adult. Hum- he's That's such what a I was just gonna humanitarian. Say. I like him now as an adult. I don't watch any of his movies or any of his... Like, I never watched Punk. That was like... Oh, no. Gym. But, like, I like him now as a human being. His oh, humanitarian work is yeah. unbelievable. And, like, his human trafficking oh. things that he does is just... It's... Fa- I props to Ashton Kutcher but like I was never an Ashton Kutcher fan so like I never like sought uh, out his that that oeuvre, movie but that movie fucked me up because it's very it's very like a final destination like everything you do has an effect has an effect so like when you would change one thing then it would change his wings yeah it just it like it messed me up like yeah. there were certain things in it that I was just like I could only watch it once and it was like yeah but yeah that is a uh, 
that's it for the week. Things that give me anxiety. Man, oh, man, oh, man. Lots of stuff to chew on, my friends. Okay. So, uh... That's another week of bad crime stories. I hope you guys enjoyed. Sorry we got very luxury tonight. I feel bad. Sorry. I feel like we were like talked at you all for this week's episode do instead this. of talked to you. So um, just be careful out there, guys. We love all of you. We want mm-hmm. you to make We want you to be here next week with us, please. Um, email us if you so choose. Please don't yell at us about any of our opinions. <laughs> I'll cry. <laughs> None of us are professionals. We I'm just sensitive. have opinions. I'm sorry. Um, at Bed Crime Stories Pod at gmail.com mm-hmm. is our email. Uh, find us on Instagram and Twitter at Bed Crime Stories. Uh, TikTok coming soon. Um, we love you all. We appreciate every single one of you. Please like, subscribe, tell a friend. Um, if you leave a review, specifically on Apple Podcasts, I know this is a huge thing. If you leave a review and you like and give us five stars, that is what's going to recommend us to other people to listen. So, you know, if you do that for us, we would greatly, greatly appreciate it. Um, and if you want to share any of our posts. Oh, yes. Please share our post. That helps, too. Yes, exactly. Get our, you know, share our post, put it on your stories on Instagram, etc. And like I said, yeah, just tell a friend. Tell a friend. Tell them that you enjoy listening to bad crime stories. And uh, we would appreciate that. So, again, we hope you all have a wonderful week. Um, Have a lovely evening. We will see you all next week. And until then, sweet sweet dreams. Our theme song is the song Industrial Music Box by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. creativecommons.org backslash licenses backslash by backslash 3.0.